0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Roderick. Thanks for tuning in to The Unhitten Message. Today's uh, podcast is just a recorded message that I did for a local church um, where I'm at um, called The Encounter Changes Everything. Um, so stay tuned, listen to it, and God bless. Awesome. Thank you uh, for the opportunity, uh, Reverend Robinson. Thank you uh, to the Church of Christ as well. For uh, partnering with me on this uh, journey, this uh, the Lord that entrusted me with this vision to Zanzibar, Tanzania so, I just thank you all in advance regarding everything. And I uh, just an honor and a privilege just to share the word that the Lord placed in my heart. I felt this uh, needed for today. Um, I just you know just want to come in agreement and prayer with what Reverend Robs said. I just uh, praying that everybody will, people that will listen and that's listening now will be healed. I believe that. Any fear will leave during this time. During the sermon, I will be preaching as well, and I just pray that you know I invite the Holy Spirit to just have His way. And it's time that I'll be preaching the word in the name of Jesus, Amen. So, uh, if you want to, I guess title my sermon uh, is called uh, "The Accounter That cha- The Accounter Changes Everything." So I repeat that the Accounter changes everything, and I'll be reading uh, out of Acts chapter nine. Um, in verses 1 through 20. So I'll be reading quite a lot of scriptures. So i try to read pretty fast uh, But if you want to take a note, so uh, Acts chapter 9 verses 1 through 20 and the reason I, I want to talk about the encounter um, because it's, uh, it's something that's needed in today's society I mean right now as you can tell we're living and I believe strongly um, In the last of the last days right before Jesus Christ returns and I believe that everybody needs to have this encounter with Jesus They need to surrender their life hundred percent to Jesus daily have a personal relationship with Jesus and you might say what's an encounter basically an encounter is an unexpected meeting with someone or something so an unexpected meeting a meeting they wasn't prepared to meet Jesus they wasn't prepared to meet uh, this person and that's where an encounter happens and that's what Jesus wants for this society today our young the young kids it doesn't matter age one (laughs) to O- the oldest person uh, he wants them to have a personal encounter with him and I'll be reading out of Acts chapter 9 We'll read a personal encounter with Apostle Paul before he was Apostle Paul his name was Saul and he had an Encounter with Jesus and I just want to read these verses re- to you real fast and just read along that you'll uh, see How the Lord changed his life based off in of an encounter So I'll be reading from Acts chapter uh, 9 starting in verse 1 and I'll be reading a different translation the New Living Translation so whatever translation you have is fine. Just uh, read along. So it says in Acts chapter 9 verse 1 it says, Meanwhile, Saul was uttering threats with, with every breath and was eager to kill the Lord's followers. So he went to the high priest. He, uh, he requested letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus, asking them for their cooperation and arrest of the followers of the way he found there. He wanted to bring them, both men and women, back to Jerusalem, and chains so he wanted to arrest him, and eventually kill him <laughs> and then he said verse 3 as he was approaching Damascus on his mission a light from heaven suddenly somebody say suddenly suddenly shone down suddenly shone down from around him he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him Saul Saul why are you persecuting me see we see in today's society that the, you see the everybody's trying to come against the church. Everybody's trying to come against the body of Christ. Like they're trying to shut the churches down and things like that. And the governors and people don't understand that they're not just persecuting the, us as the body of Christ. They're actually persecuting Jesus. You know, so you see that right now. He said, What he said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? They, Saul's persecuting the people, but he was actually as a whole, we are the body of Christ. Jesus is the head of the church. So we are his body. So actually, the people are now persecuting Jesus himself, but they don't know that. But verse 5, he says, who are you, Lord? Saul asked. The, The voice replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The man with Saul stood speechless, for they heard the sound of someone's voice, but saw no one. Saul, so this is a personal encounter that Saul had. So nobody else had this encounter. So Saul picked up himself off the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he was blind. So the, his uh, companions led him by the hand to Damascus. He remained there for three days and did not eat or drink. Now there was a believer in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord spoke to him in a vision, calling Ananias. He said, yes, Lord, he replied. The Lord said, go to over to the straight street to the house of Judas when you will go there and you will ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is praying to me right now. I'll show them a vision of a man named Ananias coming in and laying hands on him so he can see again. But he he said, but Lord, uh, Ananias exclaimed, he said, I heard many people talk about the terrible things this man has done to the believers in Jerusalem. And he was authorized by the leaders um, leading priests to the arrest of everyone who calls upon that name but the lord said to him go for saul is my chosen instrument to to my messenger to the gentiles and to the kings as well as to the people of israel and i will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. so ananias went on and found saul he laid his hands on him and said brother saul the lord jesus he said who appeared to him on the road he has sent you so you might regain your sight and be filled with the holy spirit now instantly something uh, like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. Afterward, he ate some food and he regained his strength. Um, then he stayed in Damascus for a few days. And lastly, he said immediately he began preaching about Jesus in the synagogues, and he said he is indeed the Son of God. See, you gotta understand that. When, what Saul before Saul's life, before Saul became uh, became apostle Paul, he hated Christians. He hated everything about the body of Christ. He he found he was full of pride. He was full of anger. And um, and I know in Philippians three verse five through seven, this is a fall. This is uh, Apostle Paul's former life that he he uh, exclaimed to the people. He said, "I was circumcised." This Ephesian I mean, Philippians three five through seven. He said, "I was circumcised when I was eight years old. I was a pure-blooded citizen of Israel. I was a member member of the tribe of Benjamin." I was a real Hebrew if there was ever one. I was a member of the Pharisees who de- demand, demanded the strictest uh, obedience to the law, Jewish law. I was so zealous that I harshly persecuted the church and was asked for righteousness. I obeyed the law without fault. But he said this. He said, once I thought of those things were valuable to me, but once, now I consider them worthless because of what Jesus has done for me. So it's something happening when you have an encounter. Today's society, we're seeing people that's rioting. Seeing people that's murdering people, people just full of anger and all that. What they need is a personal encounter with Jesus. And same thing for us in general. If you're listening, you need, I mean, if you haven't had this personal encounter, this will change everything. Because the first thing that this encounter happens when it what, what happens when this encounter comes into your life, number one thing, the fear of this world leaves and the fear of God comes into your life. I repeat that the fear of this world leaves. And the fear of God comes into your life. Not fear of God, meaning the respect, the honor, the awe of God, the worship of God. And it says, you know, what happened in verse 20, he immediately started to preach about Jesus. Uh, Right after he got saved, baptized and everything, uh, he immediately was bold. The fear left. He he didn't care about his reputation. He didn't care about uh, his death threats because after that, they wanted to kill Paul. He just was with him. And now now they want to kill this guy. All, he just had an encounter. He saw Jesus for the first time and what happened? He's, he didn't care about nothing. That He didn't care about death. He didn't care about his reputation. Yes, he was, you know, the with the Pharisees, a member of the Pharisees, the highest people of that day. He said, listen, I don't care about that. I met Jesus. I met Jesus that these uh, the apostles and everybody have been talking about. So you got to understand that fear. Fear leaves because why fear leaves? Because fear is a spirit. Uh, fear is a spirit. That's sitting from hell. Yes, fear is a spirit because it says in 2 Timothy 1 7. He said, For the for I, God, you know, the word says, For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but power. Somebody say power. And of love and of sound mind. So God has not given you a spirit of fear. So you're dealing with any type of fear that's coming upon us, gripping our nation, gripping our world. It's a spirit of fear sent from Satan himself. Is gripping and leaving people paralyzed. But God did not give you... That's listening. That's what we're listening. It's recorded. That he will not give you a spirit of fear. You do not have a spirit of fear, but you have a power and a love and a sound mind. So for me, five and a half years ago, you know, as you can tell, was, well, I'm about to move overseas. But before, five and a half years ago, I did not have an encounter with Jesus. I did not have a personal relationship with Jesus. Yes, I was educated, just like Apostle Paul. That's how I can relate to him so much. Yes, because, I you know, I was getting my master's degree. I just earned my bachelor's degree. I moved to Orlando, Florida to get my master's degree, doing everything society is telling me to do and everything in natural. But in, a, in inside, I felt empty. Inside, I didn't have a relationship with Jesus. Inside, I was filling my heart with all the wrong things except Jesus. And I was going partying downtown, doing all these things that was going against the word. And I was going straight to hell according to the word. But I had something happened in April 2015 when I went downtown Orlando one night. I had, I, you know, I used to go to this bar all the time. I had a beer in my hand. I threw it away because I said I'm tired of this. I don't know what's going on, but I do not want to be here no more. Went home to my apartment complex. Like I don't know, like one in the morning or so. It was dark. Nobody outside. Nothing. Pitch black. Just the street lights. And I was empty. I said, "What is going on? I have all these things that's going for me, but I feel empty." But what happened? Soon as I started to think of those things, I heard, you know, I started to cry out of frustration. Then I heard an audible voice. It said, Roderick, give me a hundred percent, just like kind of what Apostle Paul had." But I did not see him. It was a light. I felt the presence of God come into my car. Nobody around. I wasn't in a church service. I wasn't nowhere. I heard an audible voice call me by name, and I knew it was Jesus. It spoke to me in my car. I gave my life to Jesus. That moment became born again in my car. Nobody around. Ever since that encounter I had I met the Jesus of the Bible. I heard about Jesus from other people's uh, mouths. I you know, I, I believed but I didn't I, I didn't believe I would. from that point I wasn't going to church at all. You know, I was going to I did go to my, with my friends a couple of times, but other than that I wasn't going because of just me. I was but I had met Jesus. I met Jesus of the Bible. And what happened? I had a personal encounter with Jesus. And that's what he wants people to have today. If that's you, that's why that's why he wants you to have an encounter with him as a, a personal revelation with him. So um, basically, another thing that happens is like when the Holy when you have an a encounter with Jesus, that you will be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes and it gives you power. You got to it? understand the same thing when Apostle Paul is you know he was blind, then he said the Ananias laid hands on him, then he received the Holy Spirit, and he, that boldness came. That boldness came up, and that's when he started to preach with boldness. And it says this in Acts 1-8. Right after Jesus left, he said, listen, don't go anywhere until you receive the Holy Spirit. It says, Acts 1-8, when you you shall receive power, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So, when you receive the Holy Spirit, just like the Apostle Paul did, he was uh, going against The church, he was persecuting the church, but now he has this boldness. Now he has this encounter with Jesus that he received his power from the Holy Spirit. That's a gift from heaven that Jesus um, sent to him. And he now is preaching in Jerusalem. Now that's what happens to us as the body of Christ. When you see those things, now you see people on the streets. You now see people people rising up. That's things are coming against the church. You see people, why? It's the Holy Spirit in power that's coming against people. I wasn't a public speaker like I'm doing now. I was shy. I was quiet at those times, but people see my nephew that know, knew me before I was saved. He saw the things I used to do, but he, says, he said, uncle, my oldest nephew, he said, uncle, I can tell that something happened to you. You are two different people from the time before you were saved to now. He see it because why? I became born again. I'm a new creature in Christ. The old things are passed away. Behold, all things are made new. Same thing for you. People shall see The difference between before and after, that's when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and then you have that power to be witnesses, to tell people, listen, this is what happened to me. This is what happened to me uh, for, you know, for me five and a half years ago. Now I'm about to go overseas and preach the gospel. So you got to understand that when the encounter takes the the lid, you know, the scales off your eyes, just like when Apostle Paul did, what happened to him, his, his eyes became open. When he received the Holy Spirit, when Ananias laid hands on him, uh, that, w- that was happened That He was starting to see, and he couldn't, and then he started to see the truth. He started to see the world for what it was. He, st- he did not see the world the same. He did not see anything different. He saw the truth, and he saw that sa- he was deceived by Satan. So as I could just wrap it up, you know, he was like, he saw, and who's the person that blinded blind the eyes of people that you see today? Who is the person that, we like, why this person has so much a, hatred? Why this racism going on that you never met this person, but you don't like him because of his color of his skin? Like, what? Why are, you, why, why are you so much anger in your heart? Why are you so bitter? Why, why are these things happening? Because Satan himself, it says in Second Corinthians 4, 4, Satan himself has blinded the eyes of those who do not believe. So then they will not see the light, the, the light, Jesus. They will not see the revelation of Jesus. That Satan himself is the God of this world. Uh, Lord g he is blinded the eyes of people in this world that you see on TV. That's ain't that he's Satan himself is behind everything that you see. Virus, all that. Satan himself is behind this, and he's uh, has blinded the eyes of the people so they will not see uh the truth. And that's the same thing for a person that's blind. If you notice a person that's blind that regained their sight they they are filled with joy. It's like, man, don't you see? I can see colors now. I can see my my family for the first time. I can see my kids for the first time. I can see this. I man, I never seen those things. You see a person that was blind in the natural, you see something has changed in their life. You just like and there it's a joy that comes. like, man, I can see you understand like and they're so thankful. And that's the same thing in the spirit when you have this encounter. When you have this encounter that people need and that's a personal encounter you might you might already had this encounter before. But it's, a, it's a, a way that the Lord can reveal himself even more, a fresh revelation, a fresh encounter that you need. And why I'm saying this, to wrap it up, why I'm saying this, because this is this encounter that I had, that I pray that you already had, if not, you can have it today, that this encounter is what's going uh, to you know push you forward in today's to come. This encounter is what's going to sustain you and for you to be strong in your faith so you will not deny Jesus. So you won't cave in to what's going on in this society today. So why I'm saying this is because the the time is coming. The time is already here. We just had an earthquake today. You see what's happening. All those things the Lord said before I return, these are the things that's going to happen. Earthquakes in diverse places, uh, plagues, you know, what we're seeing today with COVID-19. He said it's going to be worse viruses that's going to come. You're going to see worse things that's going to come. Wars and rumors of wars. You can see worse things to that. You know, so it's just the point. is like the Lord already forewarned us uh, these things to come. And what's going to happen? We need an uh, encounter. We need to be committed to him, to fully surrender your life to Jesus. I want to ask you, like, have you had this encounter with Jesus? Like, have you had this personal relationship, encounter like I had, like Roger had? You know, me now going overseas to Tanzania. I never in the thought that I gave up my livelihood to go over there for five plus years to tell them about Jesus. This man that I had an encounter with. And I want to encourage you uh, that that is very important because I gave up everything to follow Jesus, to do exactly what he's called to, me to do. And that's why I want to challenge you on today. Like, are you doing exactly what Jesus is telling you to do? That's when an encounter happens. When an encounter happens, you said, listen, Lord, forget everything I'm doing. Like, I give everything to you. I don't care what it is. You want me to quit my job? You want me to do something else? You want me to do this, this? I'm doing what you want me to do because I have a fresh revelation. I have an encounter with you. Amen. So I want to give an opportunity to anybody that's listening, that will listen first, if you fit in any of these three categories. First category, if you never surrender your life to Jesus, you never made a personal decision like I, in front of people. The Bible says, Jesus said, if you confess me in front of man, I confess you in front of my father. But you deny me in front of man, I deny you in front of my father. So it's the point is like you have to make that personal stance just like I did. I told the church I had that encounter, I got baptized. And now everybody know my social media links everybody know that Roger is a Christian he is sold out He is hundred percent you can't deny it. they see the fruit they, they know so they can't deny it. so the same thing for you secondly if you fit in this category that like maybe you did was serving Jesus maybe you was on fire for Jesus maybe you was uh, doing everything for God but something happened and something happened and you backslid you turned away from God Uh, And now you're not serving Jesus like you should. You know, maybe something happened like you lost your job in in court uh, with COVID-19. Something happened and you just ran away from God. But I'm just letting you know that God loves you. He has a plan for your life and he wants you to come home. And thirdly, lastly, if you fit in this category like you just don't have that reassurance that God forbid if I lay my head on a pillow today, I do not know without a shadow of a doubt that I'll go to heaven. So if you fit in any of those three categories, don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, was serving Him but not like you should, and you just don't have that reassurance, I just want to say this prayer with you. If that's you, I just want to say this say this prayer with me as I close. All right, just say, uh, "Dear Jesus, I surrender a hundred percent of my heart to you." Say, "Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe." that you're risen from the dead and I believe that you're coming back again for me real soon just say Jesus fill me with your Holy Spirit give me a passion for the loss a hunger for the things of God and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and just say this I'm saved born again forgiven and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart now Amen. Amen. Now, if you said that prayer with me, if you said it, if it's been recorded, if you have said it in the future, uh, I just want to congratulate you and let you know that today is the day that you have to have that encounter with Jesus. This is what is going to sustain you in the days to come. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to that message. i continue to pray for that particular church, United Church of Christ, uh, for every member. To definitely, if they haven't had an encounter, to have one for that church to be open, stand out bold, and be a light to the community. Um, so I just thank you for tuning in to listen to that message. Uh, continue to follow me on social media. All my links is at the bottom. Uh, continue to follow me on my journey to Tanzania with my team of Overland Missions, but I'll be out there pretty soon. So visit my website follow me. God bless. Have a blessed day.